I'm R.J. Bud from the Gothic Quarter. This is the Rorschach, Georgia update. On the 26th of January, 2023, quick summary of what's going down in Georgia. Let's kick this week off with news that the government got itself into a bit of trouble. Wednesday the 18th, the Russian foreign minister praised Georgia for its courage in not joining Western sanctions against Russia and expressed hope that direct flights would soon be restored. The government warmly welcomed the comments by Sergei Lavrov, suggesting that Russia may soon restore flights with the country, all except directly elected President Salome Zurbashvili, who disagreed loudly. On Thursday, the 19th, Ukrainian Foreign Ministry spokesperson Oleg Nikolenko labeled the lack of solidarity from some Georgian politicians, including Kobachidze, whom he called politically vile. Ukrainian politicians also made statements regarding safety concerns for their citizens temporarily residing in Georgia. Andrei Kasyanov, the Ukrainian charged affair in Georgia, said on Wednesday the 18th that Ukraine might evacuate its citizens in case of a mass influx of Russians to Georgia. In response to these statements, on Tuesday the 24th, Chairman of Georgia Dream, Orotsneba Irakli Kobachidze, said that it was another attempt of dragging Georgia into war and there was no threat whatsoever. Another issue that Kobachidze and other leaders of Otsneba addressed was a part of the statement made by Kasyanov that Ukraine granted Buks, self-propelled medium-range surface-to-air missile systems developed by the Soviet Union, to Georgia in 2008, and the Ukrainian diplomat said that it was high time to return them. Irakli Kobachidze said that those Buks were not gifted, but bought by Georgia. Wednesday, the 25th, Georgi Zakharashvili, ambassador of Georgia to Ukraine, met with Evgen Perebinis, the deputy foreign minister of foreign affairs of Ukraine. Apparently, after the meeting, things cleared out. Zakharashvili noted that at the meeting of the Ministry of Foreign Affairs of Ukraine, that they confirmed they did not see any danger regarding the presence of Ukrainian citizens in Georgia, while also expressing gratitude towards Georgia for their support. At least that's what Zakharashvili said. Moving on. One of the contenders for leadership of Georgia's opposition, the United National Movement, or Natsebi Party, has threatened to break Misha Saakashvili out of jail after the former president tested positive for COVID-19. Speaking to TV Pierre Valley on Tuesday the 24th, Levan Khabeshvili said that if necessary, he would physically free Saakashvili from custody. Khabeshvili is challenging Mika Melia's leadership of the country's largest opposition party, which was founded by Saakashvili. Khabeshvili's comments came as reports continue to emerge about Saakashvili's health condition, which has deteriorated following several hunger strikes and other issues as alleged, including heavy metals and, and other poisonings, as alleged. Speaking of the Natsebi, on the 28th of January, an election will be held for a new chairman. The candidates are acting chairman Nika Melia, national movement members Levan Khabeshvili, activist Georgi Mumladze, and Nona Mamulashvili who left the party a month ago. The election became necessary after disagreements between the current chairman, Nika Melia, and other members of the movement. Observers say the elections will lead to a split in the party and thus a shakeup of the opposition as a whole. But according to Georgian sociologist Iago Kachkachishvili, this could be a beneficial process as small parties that were left out of the spotlight because of the Natsebi they will get more chances to take more seats in parliament, thus a country will have a multi-party system in parliament. Moving on with some other news about Natsebi. On Wednesday, the 25th, the state audit office started examining reports according to which former Minister of Defense David Kezarashvili gave a car to Nikamelia. 
Kizarashvili is a former member of the Natsebi who currently owns two TV channels, TV Pirveli and Formula, and is said to have some political interest. The rumor about this gift were spread on Monday the 23rd. Melia responded to them with a Facebook post where he explained that Kizarashvili had indeed sent a car, which was at the party's garage, and Melia had attempted to return it to him several times unsuccessfully. What about the rest of the opposition? Monday, the 23rd, political parties Droa, Girchi, More Freedom, and Strategy Builder announced that a rally will be held in February. According to the statement, representatives of various spheres of society, along with the mentioned parties, will hold a rally in support of Georgia's European choice and solidarity with Ukraine on the 24th of February. Speaking of support for Ukraine, on Wednesday, the 25th, City Hall of Western Georgia, City of Kutaisi, said that it would purchase a power generator for the Ukrainian city of Dnipro as aid to help power civilian infrastructure during the winter season amid ongoing military conflicts in the country. In its announcements, the mayor's office highlighted a series of humanitarian deliveries from Georgia to the country and Kutaisi's own efforts in humanitarian delivery. It said aid packages and products of primary necessity, as requested by Ukrainian authorities, had been purchased with the money collected from donations sent in a special account created for Kutaisi donors. The city hall itself donated, donated 50,000 lati, which is about $19,000, to the account. Nearly 400 Ukrainian nationals living in Kutaisi have also regularly received support from the body in various ways. Moving on to a recent tragedy, a retired military veteran killed five individuals, including a police officer, and injured another five in Georgia's eastern Kacheti region before committing suicide on Friday the 20th. 49-year-old offender who had served in the country's defense forces between 2006 and 2021 shot the victims from balconies of a flat in the city of Sagarejo before committing suicide as police and riot gear broke into the flat. In other news, Energo Pro Georgia, a company responsible for electricity distribution across Georgia, said there was a pyramid scheme targeting social media users in the name of the company and offering them an investment opportunity. The electricity distributor noted operators of the deceitful scheme were offering both Georgian citizens and residents in the country to make an investment into a vague financial operation. The statement follows a video released earlier this month on social media and video platforms with an announcement of the supposed program for investment. The company has urged recipients of the message to avoid registering on fraudulent platforms offering the opportunity and added it had notified the Interior Ministry's cybersecurity hotline and police about the scheme. And now some news about climate change awareness. To better inform Georgians about climate change realities, the United Nations Development Program, Sweden, and Euronews Georgia are launching Climate Magazines, a series of documentaries focused on key climate issues and their impacts on Georgia. The series premiered last December with the first two episodes covering climate-induced avalanches and melting glaciers. It will continue through July 2023, covering a range of topics, including societal and economic impacts of climate change, green lifestyles, low-emission development, climate policies, energy efficiency, climate change monitoring and reporting, and Georgia's climate commitments undertaken as part of international treaties. The series will showcase a variety of opinions presented by leading Georgian and international environmentalists, economists, climate activists, and public officials. On Tuesday, the 24th, the Ministry of Infrastructure said Georgia was among the 10 countries where the Asian Development Bank, or ADB, would be observing the implementation of its environmental safeguard policy 
with the aim of using practical experience for updating 2009 introduced documents. Launched in 2009, ADB's Safeguard Policy Statement addresses emerging environmental and social changes in its developing member countries, including Georgia. State body said that the statement covered assessment and management of environmental and social risks and impacts, labor and working conditions, pollution prevention, and resource efficiency, health, and safety, among others. And that's it for this week. Hey, y'all, another question. Are there any platforms we should be on but are not? We can tell how many people listen on various platforms, iTunes, Audible, Google Podcasts, etc. We can tell, for those who are not on VPNs, what country they are listening from, but we want to be sure that there aren't some important platforms that we should be on and aren't. So let us know if that's the case at Georgia at Rorschach.com. Nachwamdis. Nachwamdis.